You are listening to the Ditch the Budget podcast, and I'm your host, Heidi Ramore. I'm a wife, a mom of two young boys, and I've spent the last 17 years in financial services as a licensed financial planner, insurance specialist, and debt crusher. My goal is to show you that there's more to life than counting calories and paying bills, and that you truly can get out of debt and build wealth without the restrictive budgets and complicated spreadsheets. So if you're ready to reduce your financial stress and truly live the life of your dreams, then tune in and let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Ditch the Budget podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Ramore, and today I'm talking about time. (laughs) I really do feel that time gets a bad rap, first of all. I feel like we're as... You know, for me, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm an entrepreneur, and it just feels like I'm constantly saying, I don't have enough time. Oh, if only I had more time. And when it really comes down to it, I believe that time is actually our most important currency, not money. And here's why I recently was inspired to do this podcast from an Instagram reel that I stumbled across. From Alex Hermosi. If you're if you're not familiar with Alex's work, he is, you know, hundred million dollar earner. He's just insane in the business world. He's made a lot of money. He's fairly young, and one of the things that he said, which it just really hit me to my core, was he said, "When I was in my twenties, I wanted to be a millionaire, and then when I became a millionaire, all I wanted was to be in my twenties." powerful. And I just, I got thinking about that a lot. And this whole notion that he would, here's a successful man, you know, $100 million in the bank. Here he, he has, by any measure of success, you know, achieved it all. And here he is stating that he would essentially trade all of that to be back in his 20s again. And it really got me thinking, because when he was in his 20s, that's everything he was aspiring for. And it came true. But yet, once it came true, what he realized that he actually lost was time. And that really hit me like a ton of bricks. You know, I am, I'm a loving mom, of course, but I'm not necessarily a mom that identifies as someone who enjoys playing with my kids. And that's really hard for me to say. And I know I'm going to get some judgment from it. And I'm okay with that. I've made peace with that because it's the truth and I'm being vulnerable and I am sharing that aspect of my life with you. I am a workaholic, recovering workaholic, workaholic in progress of not being a workaholic. <laughs> However you want to say it, it's something that I I really do find challenging. I would trade work for play any time of the day. And it's not necessarily for the money, although obviously money usually follows when I work, but it's because I love it. It lights me up and, you know, and that's something that I've really had to create some sort of balance. And I I don't think balance is really possible as an entrepreneur and a mom and a wife and all the other roles that I, that I play. I, I think that balance is not necessarily what I'm striving for because in some some days, you know, the balance is I do need to take time for myself and have solo time. For some days, it's it's business building. For other days, it's I need to reconnect with my kids, my family. So balance can look, take on however you want it to take, however you want it to look. 
But I really do believe that if we just really looked at our present moments as, you know, time that we're not ever going to get back. I think especially in the last couple of years, we've really seen that and how in the blink of an eye, two years has gone by and I, you know, just realizing that my four-year-old has never been in an elevator before. That's crazy because we didn't go anywhere. We stayed at home. We did our part. We did all the things that we were supposed to do. And I, you know, I just am reminded of all the things that we maybe missed out on in the last couple of years. We had some amazing, beautiful times together, but there were a lot of things that we didn't get to do as a family. So I think, you know, I think time, it's just so, so valuable. And although I do trade time to work, and, you know, we obviously we spend, you know, when we're working, we're making money, we spend our money on on things like bills and, you know, we spend we spend our money on hopefully having some fun. And it just got me thinking how interesting this whole notion of time currency is in relation to money. And as I kind of am exploring this topic a little bit, I wanted to share with you kind of five ways that I believe that we can spend our time in a way that can really positively impact our money. So the first one is, I think we really need to do a good job of understanding where our money is going in the first place. You know, when was the last time you really sat down and you took a look to say, where is my money going? <laughs> like, where are some money leaks that I might have? For many people, it's going to be eating out. It's going to be the grocery store. It's going to be Costco. It's going to be Amazon Prime. It's going to be that trip to the gas station and having a heart attack at the pumps and then going in and buying a chocolate bar to, you know, kind of soothe your your feelings and your emotions. It's all of those little transactions that really do add up. But I think if you were more aware of where some of that money was going, that would really help you be able to come up with a plan, right? So why is that money going there? And come up with not only the financial system to help support you, and showing you how much it's actually safe for you to spend in that area. So for example, eating out, you know, how much is actually safe for you to spend? And, and when I say safe, I mean, you can spend that without the shame and the guilt of all the, and, or all the other negative emotions that might come up, especially if you're somebody that is not where you thought you would be in your life, right? In terms of finances. So if you're somebody that maybe feels a little, like you're a little bit behind, maybe with your retirement planning, or maybe you have some debt and you're just, you know, having these feelings that I'm behind and I'm not getting ahead, it might feel very difficult for you to actually spend your money on things like eating out where you might attach some shame and guilt around that. And I, I want you to say that there is a way that you can do that in a safe way without jeopardizing that future self. But again, it's, it's understanding what financial system you're going to need to put in place to help support you and how you naturally think about money. But also, it's really understanding where that, you know, where that money is going and, and why. Like, what, what's the root cause of that? Why am I eating out so much? Or why am I, you know, going through Starbucks drive through every day for coffee and I'm just feeling my energy levels are really low, right? So really understanding the root cause of that and maybe addressing that will actually have a financial impact. So I would say, you know, go back and, and do a little audit. Go back three months and have a look. Try to figure out where some of those money leaks are and then you can address them. The second way I think you, we can really spend our time 
in a positive way to impact our money is on money dates. So a money date is essentially, and I'll do I'll do a couple of things on money dates and coming up here and a little bit on my social media. So if you're not following me, make sure you follow me at Heidi Rumore, R-U-M-O-H-R. And that way I'm going to be sharing some, just some in additional information around money dates. If you're a client of mine, you know what they are, but if you're not, you might not know exactly how to run them. And so really the intention of a money date is just to have a five five or a 10 minute check-in with your partner or with whoever else is financially responsible in your home to really do a check-in to look forward, to see what's coming up. Is there, you know, a, a dinner that you're hosting or is it Father's Day weekend and you're headed out of town? Are you having a birthday party? What's happening, you know, in at the time of this recording, we are heading out of town this weekend and for Father's Day, and then we are going to have graduation, not graduation, but like the end of the school year and teacher gifts and all those things. So it really gives us an opportunity to come together as a family, as a couple, and really look forward as to where we can best put our money and our dollars this week and making sure, do we have a meal plan? Do we know how many times we're eating at home? That sort of thing will really, really help you and impact your finances. So that's number two. The third way that I think we can spend our time in a way that will positively impact our money is through gratitude. And gratitude it can take on so many different forms. And I know it's really buzzwordy right now. A lot of coaches are talking about, you know, just be grateful and express gratitude. And what are three things that you're grateful for? And all those are really important, but I want you to understand why this is so important. If we aren't, you know, I, when I was in debt, I was grateful for that debt. And I know that sounds really crazy, but I was grateful because, you know, when I had student loan debt, I was grateful for that, that somebody loaned me money to go to school so that I could wind up with a piece of paper and land my first job. Because at that time, you needed a university degree to get, you know, a corporate job. And that's what I wanted. That was the career path that I was on. And I knew if I wanted a job like that, I would need to go to university. So without having somebody or a company create a student loan for me and give it to me with the intention that I'll pay them back. And of course, they need to charge interest so that they can make money so that they can offer this service to more and more people. I think if we looked at things like that through that lens of, yeah, of course they need to charge me interest because they need to make money so that they can go and help more people just like me and be really grateful for that student loan because of all the things that it afforded me. Now, of course, there can be times where we maybe don't use those funds in the most appropriate way, and that's okay. I think you need to kind of forgive yourself for that. It's, you know, if you can't return it, there's no sense uh, crying over spilt milk. So I think it's really just important to let's make a plan. Let's be really grateful that this was here because it served me in XYZ manner and move on, right? And just really have that expression of gratitude. I think that will really serve you well because the universe is listening and the universe is responding. If you're saying, you know, oh man, student loan, da, 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 da. It's a negative feeling. It's a negative energy that you're putting out in the world. And so other opportunities might be passing you by because you're just not open to it because of maybe your situation. Whereas if I think if we looked at things in a little bit of a different light, of course, responsibly, of course, with our big girl pants on um, and especially, you know, having a plan to help support you in that, which is what I do for my clients. 
I, you know, I think having that gratitude and expressing that gratitude for the positive stuff, but also for maybe the things that on the onset, like debt, don't feel as positive. Oh my gosh, that's just going to serve you in such a great way. Which kind of leads me to number four, which is around manifesting. And I just recently did a manifesting workshop. So if you are listening to this and you want to get your hands on it, I actually have not made it available to the general public. After that live workshop, I put it inside of my program for my existing clients. But if you're listening to this and you'd like to get your hands on it, send me a DM on Instagram. So at Heidi Remore and just send me the word manifestation and I will send you that recording for free. So my little gift to you, but essentially manifesting is something that took me a really long time to wrap my head around how it works because of my logical left brain approach to it. And again, on my social media, I've got lots of information about manifesting, but essentially, if you can really get to the place where you are envisioning a scene that feels and sounds and tastes like it's really happening, your brain doesn't know what's real and what isn't. And so they've actually done like neuro scans of your brain to see, okay, I want you to just envision this scene. And then they've actually taken the person to that scene and the the imaging lights up the exact same way, whether you think it, so whether it's perceived or whether it's actually happening. And I just find this very fascinating. There is a lot of science behind this. Olympic athletes go through this. They, they really envision not just the end result and the end goal, but the process of getting there and maybe some trials and tribulations and how they overcame them. I just think manifesting is such a powerful tool that if done correctly, can be really, really amazing. And it's something that I've been really actively doing this for the last couple of years, and I just can't even believe my growth even in the last couple of years. So I definitely think that is time well spent. And again, for gratitude and manifesting, you know, take five minutes. So five minutes with gratitude, expressing gratitude, but like real gratitude. Don't don't get fluffy about it. Like, oh, I'm grateful for my kids and for my health. And, you know, like really get grateful. Like I am right now really grateful for my iPhone that I can just record this for essentially free because, you know, I needed the phone anyways. And I can get this podcast into the world. So I'm really grateful that there's a platform that allows me to speak, right? And I can just spend a second and really feel that gratitude of like, wow, somebody invented podcasting. So cool. I'm really grateful for them. And then looking at manifesting, just spend five minutes envisioning that, you know, wealthy woman dream life that you are really close to. You're a lot closer than you think. And I think that's really time well spent. And then the last one I will say is a little bit of a shameless plug, but you know, spend 15 minutes with me. I have a a free call that I offer anybody that's interested in kind of the work that I'm doing. Or honestly, if you just need a little bit of clarity around your finances and maybe pointed in the right direction, there's so much online. There's so much noise when it comes to get out of debt you know, get rich quick, all of these buzzwords and all of these, I don't know, clickbaity things. And I honestly, I, I want to help. And I think if you spent 15 minutes with me, we really tried to drill down what's going on. I'll for sure leave you with one or two things that you can implement. But 
you know, if it makes sense for us to work together, I'll tell you how to do that. And if it doesn't, then at least you, you know, we spent 15 minutes together. I got to know you, you got to know me and you left with a little bit of value. And I think it's just really time well spent that can honestly really improve your finances. I was just working on a cash flow plan for one of my clients who originally met through these 15 minute clarity calls and she ended up realizing how much I could help her. And, you know, she was overspending my almost $2,000 a month. And now we've cleaned that up and she just cannot believe what that investment with me, not only the time investment, but also, you know, the investment in my, in my program, the return on investment for her has just been exponential. So it's honestly, of course I'm biased, but I think it's time really well spent. So those are my five tips of how you can spend your time currency in a really impactful way. So number one, you got to understand where your money's going, do an audit. Number two, spend some time with your spouse or your partner on your money dates. Number three, express gratitude and really express it. Don't just go through the motions. Number four is to manifest your dream life. What does a wealthy woman mean to you and what does that look like? And number five is book in your clarity call, which you can find in the show notes. Just click on that link and I will see you there. So I hope everybody has an awesome rest of your day and we'll see you on the next episode of the Ditch the Budget Podcast. Bye everyone.